The Gospel of the Lord. Well, good evening. It's an honor to be here to celebrate the Holy Mass. This is the first Mass I've actually celebrated here at the cathedral since my ordination. I was ordained in 2010, June 5th. And I always say, if they ever get rid of that carpet, I want it. <laughs> so many men have laid on this carpet and gave their lives to Jesus so that He could continue to love you, His bride, the church. So today we reflect and Ponder this gift of the Holy Spirit, understanding. And as we look at this gift of understanding on this sixth day of our novena, I'd like you to reflect on how the gift of understanding brings us to a fuller, more deeper experience of life. We read, in John 10.10, 10, I have come that you might have life and have it to the full. And we read in our Gospel today, Jesus praying for us, the church. Why is Jesus praying for us? He's praying that we might experience life. Because the Antichrist, the spirit of the world, will always lead us to a very shallow, superficial life. We will be shortchanged if we buy in to the ways of culture, society, and the world. As a church, we're called to invite people to a fuller experience of life to a deeper experience of life. And so, in John 10.10, 10, Jesus says to us, church, I've come that you might have life and have it to the full. Meaning, if you think about this, what does it mean? Well, meaning, there's something about this life that we obviously don't understand or we tend not to always see what the Lord intends us to see. There's something that we're missing. Otherwise, Jesus wouldn't have come and God wouldn't have, the Son of God wouldn't have became man and we wouldn't have Jesus speaking this Scripture to us. And so understanding, the gift of understanding has to do with helping us to enter in to the fullness of life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. The gift of understanding helps you and I to understand our baptism. Our baptism incorporates us into the mystical body of Christ. We know that here, but the gift of understanding takes that truth and brings it into our very flesh. That Word becomes flesh through the Holy Spirit. 
So what is it, Lord? Each of you could ask here, what is it, Lord, that we miss in our day? What is it that I miss in my life? What am I missing out on? What don't I see, Lord Jesus, that you want me to see? So come, Lord Jesus, give us the light. You are the light. You are life. Come into our darkness. Lord, show us what we're missing. Lord, we thirst for understanding. You have life. Yes, you exist. You wouldn't be here, right? You all exist. We exist. And right now we exist. And we are here in this moment, in this day, in this time, in this cathedral, in the presence of Almighty God, celebrating the greatest gift and perfect prayer of Jesus we're entering into right now. So we exist. But we thirst, as I said, for more than just the head knowledge, more than just knowing that in the head. We, we thirst for a mystical encounter with Jesus who lives in us as His mystical body. So the Holy Spirit wants to give us this deeper spiritual vision of life. In John 4.14 we read, Whoever drinks the water I give will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give will become in you a spring of water welling up to eternal life. So by the sacrament of baptism, you and I, members of the mystical body of Christ, have received the supernatural gift of faith. Faith is a gift. Right now, that gift is operating in you. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. You believe that He's coming onto the altar. You believe that God the Father sent the Son. He lived, He died, He rose, ascended, and the Holy Spirit was sent. And so you, church, continue to respond with the faith you have been given at baptism. It's a supernatural gift. You're, you're, you're using a supernatural gift by being here, by choosing to respond to this invitation to pray this novena. So... Faith and understanding are inseparably connected. The theological virtue of faith, the theological virtue of faith is more than just a head knowledge with the gift of understanding. With the gift of understanding, the theological virtue of faith begins to be a way of life. It's how I get up out of bed. It's how I drive my car. It's how I shop. It's what I watch on TV. It's what I listen to on the radio. See, the gift of understanding takes faith and helps it to be, if you will, a part of our being, a part of who we are. It's how we live our lives. It's not just, I believe... I come to church and then I walk out the church door and I default back into my world mode. But the gift of understanding of the Holy Spirit allows us to take our faith and see and understand that it's a 
part of our every fiber of our being, every decision we make, everything we think, everything we say, and everything we do is affected and given flavor by our faith. And so we confidently accept the truths of our holy religion, of our holy Catholic Church, the creed, the catechism, the scriptures. We accept those things. That's the gift of faith. We accept them. But again, the gift of understanding takes this baptismal faith, these acts of faith, and penetrates the inner meaning of these revealed truths. We experience our Savior truly in our lives. We experience being mystical members of His body. It's no longer just, I am a mystical member of the body of Christ. It's an experience that we have. And we begin to live Jesus. Galatians 2.20 Listen. I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. Look at your hands. I just invite you to look at your hands. Become keenly aware with spiritual eyes that you are called to be Christ, that you are Christ. By grace, you're a member of the body of Christ. When you see your hands, when you look in the mirror, I shouldn't just see Michael. If the gift of understanding is operating and my faith is a part of how I look at things, including people and myself, then I don't see just Michael. I see a member of the body of Christ. I see Jesus the priest. Mother Teresa, all the saints throughout the ages. The reason they're saints is because they saw Jesus in the suffering disguise of the poor, starting with themselves. They saw Jesus in their neighbor, in the car, person in the car behind them, in the person at the supermarket, in the person at work. They saw Jesus living in those people. But we won't see Jesus and understand and experience Jesus living in others if we can't see Jesus living within us. And so the Holy Spirit always brings Jesus. So the gift of understanding, again, illumines, enlightens, gives understanding to what you believe in, who you believe in. The gift of understanding takes it to a whole nother level, a lifestyle. 
So we begin to experience, for example, our hardships, our crosses in our daily lives. We no longer see those crosses as obstacles, but we see them as opportunities because we understand that the cross is an opportunity to participate in the saving act of the Lord Jesus. Your baptism gives you the capacity to merit grace, not by any act of you alone, but by your will cooperating with God's will. Jesus in you continues to save souls. If you understand that, at least in a sense of accept that and embrace that, then when you smash your little toe, you're not going to say a curse word. You're going to say, thank you, Lord. (laughs) Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. When you have a headache or when you're hungry or when you're tired, you're not going to simply dismiss that as, ah, I wish this wasn't with me. You're going to simply be able to penetrate the mysteries of the faith and see that these are opportunities to save souls, to let Jesus live His passion in you and through you, to glorify the Father. It's no longer I who live, it's Christ who lives in me. That's what the gift of understanding begins to bring us into. That's the faith. What you do to the least of my brothers and sisters, you do to me. That's the faith. Lord, I didn't see you hungry or naked or alone or in prison. I never saw you. Where were you? The gift of understanding allows you with your faith to see. Faith has a lot to do with the eyes. How I experience my daily life. What you did to the least of my brothers and sisters, you did unto me. From the womb to the tomb. So we no longer just attend daily Mass or simply attend Mass, but we live the Mass. We associate every part of our lives, every part of our day, with this solemn moment right here. This is the still point in a still turning world. Everything revolves around this moment you and I have entered into, the Holy Mass. Everything, all of time, points to this moment. Before Christ came, points to here. After Christ coming, including us, points to here. We enter into this mystical moment where we, the body of Christ, join our lives, our hardships, our crosses to the offering of the High Priest Jesus Christ, to the glory of the Father, And graces begin to flow out through the whole city of Omaha, out through the whole state of Nebraska, out through all 50 states, out through our world. Because you're saying yes to Jesus in you to offer His life through you to the Father for the salvation of souls. Ecce homo. Behold the man. Behold the man. This is Jesus, the Son of God, whom you have been made members of. So we realize through the gift of understanding 
and the gift of our faith handed on to us by the apostles, our local apostle, Archbishop Lucas, we realize that we are called to become extensions of the Incarnation. We are extensions of the Incarnation. We are extensions of the Passion of Jesus. When people see you embracing your crosses with peace and patience, you become an icon to them, a window to heaven. You help them to contemplate what is going on in this person's life. So we become moments of contemplation for the world that's utterly lost and lonely in a dark and self-indulgent lifestyle. As I began, the gift of understanding allows you to experience life to the full. Who's life? It's not a what, it's a who. He is life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Your baptism has given you the ability to participate in His life. Your confirmation confirmation strengthens your ability to enter into the passion, into the life of Christ. Culminating in this wedding feast of the Lamb, this union of Christ and His bride, the church, all for the glory of the Father and the salvation of souls. So when you live your faith, you live the Eucharist. When you live the Eucharist, that's the gift of understanding beginning to operate. All the gifts of the Spirit, but today we're looking at understanding, operating in your life. And then others see you not simply as you, but they see Christ. It's no longer I who live. It's Christ who lives in me. So I'd invite you to pray at this Mass that the Holy Spirit take your faith and soak it into every fiber of your being, every cell in your body, every part of your memory and imagination and intellect and reason and will, every part of your spirit, that the gift of understanding take our faith and, and totally take it into our very being so that when we walk out the church, when we go out the church, we, we announce the gospel just by the way we live our lives. We become icons to the world, windows to heaven. People look at us and they begin to thirst for understanding. They begin to want more than the world offers. They begin to hunger for the Eucharist. So go and live the Mass. He's given you the power to live the Mass. And the day you die, your greatest consolation will be your embracing the cross that you shared with Him, in Him, and through Him.